Oh, by the way, did Miss Hathaway mention whether she had located the Beatles? Beatles? Oh, I hope they ain't got into her garden. Them is them peskiest bugs. Especially the potato beetles. Oh, no, no. This is a group that sings and plays musical instruments. The tickets, you say? <laughs> oh, yes, they're famous. They appear all over. They make a fabulous amount of money. Singing beetles, huh? Well, let me know if Miss Jean finds them. I'd be a quarter to see that myself. you got to love those Beverly Hillbillies. Good morning. Welcome, my friends, to the Jamie Lee Show as we broadcast from the studios here in the Blue Ridge Mountains of the Star City of Roanoke, Virginia. Happy Valentine's Day. Hey, it will be here sooner than you think, and I don't want you to forget your loved ones on this special day in February. How many of you remember kissing booths? The tradition dates to the early 1900s when college campus fundraising organizations created kissing games like this one as part of their entertainment lineup. In their modern form, kissing booths typically support charitable causes and are staffed by volunteers who donate all proceeds collected during their shift to charity. When I was a teenager, I remember playing the game called Spin the Bottle. The game was played by several players who sit, stand, or kneel in a circle. A bottle, maybe a Coke or Pepsi bottle, is placed on the floor in the center of the circle. A player spins the bottle and must kiss the person to whom the bottle points to when it stops spinning. The person to whom the bottle is pointing must kiss the person at the rear end of the bottle. From what I understand, the game's popularity has declined since the 1980s, probably because of mononucleosis, or better known as the kissing disease. Since Valentine's Day is coming soon, and we usually talk about serious-minded topics, I thought we would lighten things up a bit and poke a little fun at relationships while gaining some insight at the same time. Looking at relationships from a whimsical and cynical slant, these stories teach us what we shouldn't do in a relationship, what we should avoid, namely selfishness, harshness, and criticism. On a positive note, We'll finish up with an uplifting piece on how children view love. By the way, remember that humor is good for your physical health and can boost your immune system. So, have a few laughs and enjoy your Valentine's Day. Here's a story about the cheap husband and the perfume store. A cheap husband was strolling with his wife in the shopping area of town. They passed by a perfume store with delicious scents. Enjoying the aroma, the man's wife breathed deeply and hinted to her penny-pinching husband with a hopeful smile, Honey, aren't those scents wonderful? 
Valentine's Day is just around the corner. You're right, dear. Let's walk past one more time to get another smell just in time for Valentine's. Here's a story of Stiff at Lasts. The grumpy old married couple had been arguing all day, and they got to their usual boiling point. You know what, sweetheart, said the grumpy old man to his wife, when you die, I'm going to put on your tombstone a little phrase, cold as always. Okay, sweetie, replied the grumpy old wife, when you die, I'm going to put on your gravestone a little phrase too, stiff at last. Here's one called the last piece of meat. A selfish married couple always angrily quarreled over who would get the last piece of meat at dinner. They would keep fighting over the meat until their dinner was spoiled. Finally, they reached a truce. To enjoy a peaceful meal without quarreling, they agreed to not speak to each other during dinner. If one of them should say something during mealtime, the one who remained quiet would get the last piece of meat. One night, a burglar entered the house with the intent of robbing an empty residence. Startled to see the married couple sitting at the dinner table, he started to escape until he realized that the couple was not moving or reacting in any way to his intrusion. The burglar thought, maybe they are paralyzed. Now I can take advantage. Moving quickly and confidently toward the still speechless and unmoving married couple, the burglar began to search through the woman's clothes for any valuables. Steaming angry that her husband was not coming to her aid, he was just sitting there mute. The wife finally couldn't take it any longer and exploded. You idiot! How can you just sit there without moving or saying anything when this man is attacking me? Are you going to say something? Yes, I am, responded the husband with unbridled joy. You talked first. I get the meat. Now from our children's point of view. Before Valentine's Day a few years ago, teachers asked their students what their definition of love was. Here are a few of the kids' responses. McKenna. Love is when grown-ups put their faces together in a yucky way. A.J. said, Love is when Mommy leaves Daddy his favorite chicken piece for him to eat. Abriella said, Love is when Grandpa cuts Grandma's toenails for her because she can't do it anymore by herself. And Riley chipped in, Love is even when they fight. Mom and Dad end the night with a kiss and say three magic words. I love you. The moral of the story, seen through the eyes of childhood innocence, love is giving all you have to someone you care about without expecting anything in return. Love is above all things. It is pure, simple, natural. This is Jamie. 
Love is the one and the only thing that can make the world into a better one. I wish that you find your true love for life and that your life is full of happiness. Put a little love in your heart. Pretty, I'm so lucky to be with you. 